This is Perspectives, the show where an examination of our many differences often shows us how much we have in common. I'm Condis Presley, and on our program today, we're going to get a bit of a sneak preview into a film that you're going to be able to see very soon. It is a psychological thriller called Bricked. It stars the actor Terrence T.C. Carson. Uh, many of our listeners may remember or have seen Mr. Carson most recently. As he's had a busy, busy year. He's done guest appearances on Star, The Quad, Nashville, also in Uncle Drew. The film is uh, produced and directed by Alicia Kowser. And so we're delighted to have both of you with us on the program today. Uh, let me start with you, Ms. Kowser. Why don't you just tell us a little bit about the film? Um, Bricked is a drama that is centered around an individual named Trevor. Trevor is really trying to balance his relationships with the, the issue he's having in his relationships is he has a he has bipolar disorder. And in conjunction with trying to balance his medication and trying to balance his relationships, he just has a lot of internal turmoil that he's trying to work through. So that's the premises of Bricked. And tell me a little bit more about the, the story idea, the scripting for it, and what it took to get this story on film. Initially, um, when I write, when I you know, art is passion, passion is purpose. When I write, I'm always focusing on elements that I'm passionate about or that hit home. Uh, number one, we have a very, very big negative stigma, a cloud that clouds over our community when it comes to mental illnesses that we don't address. And if we do address it, we put it, put it in a negative box. So for one, it's like, Alicia, you can be a part of the problem or part of the solution. And when it comes to our community, when it comes to the elements of mental illness, I choose to be a part of the solution. Um, Bricked was created with hopes of, A, bringing awareness to the fact that people who do deal with mental illnesses are human. You know, it it's us. We see us. We see Trevor. Uh, additionally, those who deal with mental illnesses that we're surrounded by, we can't put this in a box and say, oh, well, they're crazy. You know, they're they're stupid or they don't know what they're doing or that, you know, it's just no, they have mental issues, as, as we all do. Um, so it's more or less just bringing awareness to mental illnesses and in, in hopes that we can kind of see it from a general standpoint, opposed to putting it in a box and in, in, in a negative in a negative type of way. Talk to me about why it was important for you to do this in this way, knowing that for people of color, there's a certain stigma associated, one, with suffering from mental illness, and then two, seeking treatment for it. It was important to me because I have a lot of personal experience. You know, when it comes to me, I identify a lot with the character Trevor. Um, and I'm surrounded by, I have two siblings who have bipolar disorder. And, um, you know, a lot, even in growing up in Atlanta, you see people on the streets growing up and you see, hey, They'll cuss you out when you walk by them. And they do this and they do that. And everybody said, oh, man, those people are crazy. Don't go downtown. Those people are crazy. Those homeless people are crazy. So you grow up thinking, no, they didn't pop out the womb and just grow up and say, hey, this is where I want to be. This is where I want my mindset to be. Something happened. Something transpired along the way that leads people to where they are in life. And I've always had a, a heart and a compassion for people. And I wanted to understand myself. I wanted to understand the people I'm surrounded by. And I wanted to understand all of these negative elements that have been dumped into my mind my entire life on, quote unquote, crazy people. This is Bricked. This is going to be good for you, OK? I'm not always going to be here to bail you out. You're strong. You got to confront it. No more denial. Architects, we just designed the building. There's no manual labor for these hands. Trev, you got a 3.9. <laughs> Just so you know, I'm not attracted to you. What? I didn't bring you here to like make out or fool around. Yeah, I know that that's not what this is about. Good. Given my assessment of you and your history, I'm diagnosing you with bipolar disorder. So you're saying that because I lose my temper and I have random passionate moments that I'm crazy? 
It's just science, man. It doesn't make you a bad man. They'll keep telling you that you're not crazy. That it's just science. But if that was true, let me ask you something. Why do they still call those drugs antipsychotics? How much is this gonna cost my mom? Look, right now, your well-being is the most important thing. I mean, how am I supposed to be creative if I feel like this? They want us numb. Because if we can feel, then it might come out. Right now, you're feeling worthless. You feel tired, you feel guilty. I used to like who I was, and now I don't even know who I am anymore. And it's Preach it. It's stupid. <laughs> That's all that I really wanted, was to be more like Trev. But not now. You're letting this thing beat you. You're giving up. Kevin, you have no idea what you're talking about, bro. You have no idea what this is like, bro. You had one rule here. One rule. It's not just a drawing, Kevin. No. You don't understand. No, 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 no. That, that, that was different. So weak. <laughs> I'm not gonna let anyone be a victim here. Not even you. You can either lay here and wallow in it and let it consume you, or you could do something about it. T.C. Carson, you're in the film. Your character is Dr. Robert Weldon, and you treat Trevor. Tell us about, one, how Alicia got you to take the role and what drew you to it. Well, uh, like Alicia, I've had experience with people who are um, bipolar. A really good friend of mine just got diagnosed this year with bipolar disease, and it really um, brought to light kind of his journey and why he be, has been behaving the way he has been behaving. And as Alicia says, when you know when you know somebody's sick, you, you look at them differently. You understand it differently. And I think um, the script and just being able to talk about this in our community was what drew me, drew me to the piece. Uh, we spend a lot of time uh, pushing mental illness under the rug or into the closet. We tell them to go to church and, you know, talk to God. And I think you should talk to God. But if you talk to God, you go to your therapist and you talk to your therapist about what you talk to God about. Because your therapist can give, while you're waiting on an answer from God, your therapist can give you some practical things to do in order to make yourself move forward and feel better. Uh, I myself, this past year, um, I lost my mother a while ago. And I'm an only child and I didn't realize how much that was affecting me and um, it took me till now to go and actually speak to somebody about it and once I started talking to her about it she was able to help me work through some things that I didn't understand that was going on in my mind and in my body so I really am an advocate of mental health especially for our young people too because they deal with so many pressures today so many things are coming at them on online and on their phones and with the social media and at school and you know all these shootings and kids need some place where they can go and talk to somebody that is not connected to their family somebody that doesn't have quote quote a dog in the fight they just want to make sure that they're better and I think if we talk to our kids and let them know it's okay. It's okay to feel the way you're feeling. It's okay to want to need to talk to somebody. I think we can move forward better as a people. Alicia, do you feel like that for people your age, younger generation, that it's easier now to reach out and ask for help as opposed to putting the issue of mental illness in that negative box where we are aware of it, but we don't talk about it. That's, you know, so-and-so over there. I, uh, yes and no. Yes, because much like what TC was saying, you know, back then, Years ago, 20, 30 years ago, my parents' generation, hey, you have a demon. We're going to pray this out. Uh, uh, you know, it wasn't no. Now you have parents who actually acknowledge, hey, there is some type of chemical imbalance that we need to address. Right. 
But on the flip side of that, much like TC said, there's a social element. There's the pressures of feeling like you have to be somebody that you're not because of social media. Social media gives glorifies putting on a facade of what you should be. So it's true. Nobody ever has a bad day on social media, do they? Mm-hmm. Not a bad day, not a bad moment, not a moment in which they are not perfect. And you're saying that that really does today put entirely too much pressure yes. on all people. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. When somebody takes 110 selfies just to get the one that they want to post, just to get likes, what is a like? What is that? Validation. of a You person. don't even know this person. These people don't know you. And so now when are we going to be able to see it? So Bricked will be releasing in January. It'll be releasing in select theaters and limited cities. Um, if you visit our website, brickedmovie.com, that's B-R-I-C-K-E-D, movie.com, and you go to tickets, you can find the tickets in your city, um, and we'd love to connect with you when we come there. That's quite an accomplishment for you to create, cast, shoot, release in theaters a very serious piece of work. You've got to be proud of what you all have been able to accomplish. I'm very thankful. It's a very humbling experience. I'm very thankful that individuals have come on board, even someone like TC. You know, in our community, TC's a legend. You know, so to, to have him to read our script and to say, hey, I, you know, I, I, I'll come on board to this person, this individual who I don't know, who has not um, put out a feature film before, um, to, to, to push this dream, this vision, you know, this heart, those things. And, and a, lot of, a lot of people on the project, it just means a lot to be surrounded by so many people who are excellent at what they do, who believe in you and help that dream to manifest. TC, you shook your head and kind of dropped your eyes when she called you a living legend. You know you are. Why do you? That, that, you know, because those, those words, those things, um, I don't really, I, I really work hard not to kind of buy into that stuff. I don't do what I do for that. I'm, I'm really pushing to be an artist, and that's kind of what drew me to the piece. It was a role that I had not been able to do before. And it was something that I could stretch and, you know, find some new stuff in. And that, to me, as an artist, that's the whole point of being given the things we've been given. Can you use them to push um, social issues? Can you use them to make people feel better and make their lives better? Can you use them to open up conversations to talk about the hard stuff? No. There's a difference between being a movie star and a, a, a true actor, thespian, what was it that drew you into this career field? Wow. I've been doing music and theater since grade school. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm from Chicago, and we had a program back then. Back then, the government actually took an interest in young people in this country and in the inner cities. And so there was a um, program called the Title VI Program that brought music and theater and dance into the inner city schools. And that's when I first started. And I've been doing it ever since. I did music and theater in college. When I got out of college, I had um, several bands, worked in theater, and just kind of been moving up ever since. And you continue to uh, sustain a music career even today uh, as a jazz musician. Tell us about your band. Oh, absolutely. I work with three wonderful musicians. We just came back from um, Dallas working at the Black Academy of Arts and Letters. They have a wonderful small venue called the um, Muse Theater. And we were um, there for two nights. And my music is really important to me. It's the thing that I feel that I have the most direct connection to. 
everything else I do, there's always somebody else that has a say in what the final um, outcome is. When you're an actor, somebody else is editing. When you're on in theater, somebody else tells you direction, how you need to do it. But on stage, I'm the person that gets to decide what you get to hear. And I like that control. And there's that certain immediate connection and feedback Absolutely. that you get from the audience as well. Absolutely, yeah. It, it is about... Um, in this day and age of everybody recording and everything being on your phone, I, I ask people to put their phones down and actually just be in the moment here because we miss it. We're so busy trying to document the moment that we miss the damn moment. You know, so I really like people when they come in here. That's why I like singing in uh, theaters and art spaces as opposed to clubs and um, bars. Because when people are in clubs and bars, they're they're there for different reasons. But when you come to a theater, you come to hear the art. And I want people to sit and really listen to, and get the connection to what I'm trying to do. How was it for you being able to reconnect, or, or perhaps you've been connected all this time, with your friend Queen Latifah when you were over on Star and did some work this year? Oh, it's always good to see, sweetie. You know, um, we're all, everybody's, we're still friends. We talk every once in a while, you know. And so when I get a chance to see her, we're always good to see each other. Always glad to see each other, I should say. And it's good to be a working actor in the city of Atlanta these days, it seems. Yeah, Atlanta, there's a lot of stuff happening down here. I'm glad I moved down here um, at the beginning of kind of the swell of uh, art for us, you know. Atlanta has always been an art-driven city. Uh, there's always been a real strong art community here. And so it just makes sense that film and television would be here now. Absolutely. And Alicia, you're at the tip of the spear at Tyler Perry Studios. I mean, talk about someone who. Well, um, I used to work for Tyler Perry Studios. I no, I resigned actually 2012. But having had that. That still puts you at the tip of the spear, sweetheart, <laughs> at the curb before everything truly oh, yeah. blew up. It was definitely an amazing experience. I learned um, a lot. You meet a lot of great people. You, every experience you, you take away what you can take away and you build on what you can build on. And it contributes to who you are and what your art becomes. So I'm very thankful. How did that opportunity come to fruition for you? Um, for Tyler Perry Studios, so I was uh, I was a director's assistant on The Walking Dead. And um, I mean, my, my motto going in, first of all, as a woman and an African-American woman is I'm going to, when I walk away from the show, you're going to feel it. You know, and so I did everything that I could do to be the best assistant I could. I was a PA. Um, and one of the assistant directors said, hey, I got offered a, a, a position at Tyler Perry Studios, but I'm in the middle of a show. I can't walk away. I told them I bring them my second best. You have to go and you have to represent me well. Are you, you want the job? I said, absolutely. So um, his name. No was, pressure there, huh? No pressure. <laughs> so, you know, from there, I, I took the position and just began to build. So thankfully, shout out to Brahim. I'm very thankful to have connected with him. It was through a connect that I made on the well, Actually, we were friends prior to The Walking Dead, but it was through that experience that he was able to refer me. It seems that relationships are critical to any and all success. Yes. It's all about, they say, yeah, it's all about who you know, but it's not just about who you know. It's what you do with who you know. Absolutely. You know, maximizing that opportunity and also ensuring that you are the best version of yourself and every experience that you get to partake in. What's the best piece of career advice you've ever received? Um, as I can just more or less use what I give the advice I give to myself. I don't pursue money. I pursue purpose. And when you pursue purpose, everything else falls into place. The people that need to be in your life, the things that need to happen, the resources that need to take place. When you pursue purpose, all of those things fall. If you pursue money, it goes. Once it goes, you have nothing to stand on. I wanted to hear the same from you, TC. What, uh, 
Best piece of career advice you've ever received? (laughs) (laughs) This came from John Hinton. Okay. And he said, be who you is, shouty. I love it. (laughs) And that is the best piece I can give you because there's only one of you. And if you are really living in your truth as an artist, truth resonates. And if you are living in your truth, you will be successful. Because everybody can smell phony from a mile away. Come on now. That's true. Absolutely. So what are the goals that you have for yourself looking ahead? We're at the end of a year, going into a new year. It's a time to be reflective and to look forward. What are you thinking? Well, we got a lot of stuff happening um, coming up this year. I think for me, it's a... I tell my publicist all the time, it's a, it feels like a second chance to, um, to do, do it the way I wanted to do it. When Living Single came around, uh, my whole career was very reactionary. Um, it was all about you know reacting to all these different things and how the success was hitting me and all of that. Um, at this point, uh, now that I am retooling, so to speak, uh, to have more control over the direction, to understand how to wield the celebrity, to um, understand how to push my art better, to understand myself better as an artist. And so all of those things are kind of coming together right now, and I'm looking to do a whole lot this year. With the music we're trying to get out of this country, we want to go other places and, you know, and perform. I'd love to go to Africa for a couple of months and sit and study with uh, percussionists and vocalists to, pull a more world sound into my music you know so i'm like i'm really excited about this year it's been a long time coming so i'm happy and what about you um well in march i begin to shoot a sci-fi thriller um i have you didn't th- call me oh man it's yvonne's film actually so okay we're gonna talk to him later, aren't <laughs> but i'm very excited that's about what that. we call plans for an offline conversation <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm very excited sci-fi is definitely one of my favorite genres so i'm excited about that we have three features slated for next year so movies filming that's what i want to do for the rest of my life so that's what i'll be doing when did you know that that was what you wanted to do for the rest of your life um i had a moment um in college i was in school for music engineering I uh, grew up in church. I played four instruments, wrote music. And I mean, I think I was pretty good at it, but I think I went because I, I was good at it. I asked my professor, I said, hey, we're writing 10 page papers. I'm a little exhausted. Can I do something else? She said, well, if you make a 10 minute movie, um, I'll, 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 I'll take that. So I made a 10 minute movie, turned it in the next day. And like I tell people all the time, it's like seeing Jesus for the first time. Like it's it's a it's a love, it's a passion, it's a soulmate. It's something that I had never experienced. And as good as I thought I was as music, as, as well-versed as I was, and as quote-unquote successful as I thought I was at the time, that love and that passion that hit me had no, it didn't even touch what I felt when I made that 10-minute film. So I changed my major the next day, and that was in 2007. So It's one thing to turn in a 10-minute movie in exchange for a 10-page term paper for a student project, and another thing to work as a PA on The Walking Dead, work as a directing assistant on, 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 and to get a job at Tyler Perry Studios to where you are about to release your first feature film in theaters in January with three more on the horizon. What kind of guidance do you give to, to young people, especially young women and young women of color who want to achieve their dreams the way you are achieving yours? Um, never get complacent and I, I always say and I tell myself this don't get complacent in where you are everyone has a season a you have to learn to be happy for those in their season you have to learn how to serve 
a lot of people just want to come out the woodwork and say, hey, this is what I want to be. But the greatest leaders served first and not just said, hey, I work for this person. No, but you are a servant. You did what you had to do to get where you wanted to be. You humbled yourself. You worked for free. You interned. You did what you had to do. And in the midst of doing so, you kept a great attitude um, and you didn't get beside yourself. So I think it's just about your attitude. And again, just making sure that you're becoming the best version of yourself every day and not becoming complacent with where you are because it's going to change. What is it that you're hoping audiences are going to take away from Bricked? I absolutely hope that audiences take away from Bricked that there is help. Bricked has partnered with a few therapists. If you go to our website and go to the therapist tab, they're willing. One of the reasons that we don't sometimes address our issues is because we can't afford it. Or don't know Um, how to find someone. Don't know how to find someone, especially because people are quick to turn us away. So Bricked has partnered with a lot of therapists who have been willing to offer free and or sliding scale services. Um, So I'm hoping that after seeing Bricked, we have more of a conversation, but also more of action of actually seeking help. If, if whether it's a person who is ill or if it's a person who's dealing with someone who's ill, let me go to therapy just to understand how I can be better in coping with this. So I'm hoping to have that action to, to take place more. And I'm also, again, hoping to have the conversation as, as individuals. Hey, when I look into myself, when I look into my actions, what is it really going on with me? And we did not, God, not, God did not create us to be alone, to do life alone. So I'm hoping that people will understand the importance of transparency and how me being transparent not only with myself but with my brother with my sister can really really not only have the conversation but influence them to really really look within themselves to seek help to seek what it is that's going on within ourselves and tc what are you hoping that audiences will take away especially from from your performance and your contribution to this piece of work well first of all i'm really glad i came on this interview with you today I really, really am, because I learned a lot of stuff about you today. That's good. (laughs) Um, Like Alicia, I just hope it opens up the conversation and lets people know that it's okay to talk about it. There's some place you can go to talk about it. And it doesn't mean that you're a bad person. Uh, uh, The doctor has a line in the movie, he said, well, everybody got a little crazy in them. And everybody does. Some people need a little more to manage that than others. But everybody's got a little, I know I'm, you know, I'm a little left to center at times. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I got somebody I can go and talk to about that, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and they help get me back on center, you know. So I, I just want people to understand that it is really okay. And like Alicia was saying, um, there are therapists that will work with you on a sliding scale. There are therapists that, you know, do uh, free to community. Uh, so investigated and I'm hoping we'll have a I'm sure on the website there'll be a list of doctors that like you were saying um, offer their services and so I'm hoping people will really take advantage of that and I'm um, I'm not looking to replace I don't think a therapist replaces church you know church is church Mm -hmm. your preacher is your preacher you know God is God Mm -hmm. but a therapist is a trained individual that understands how to manage issues that you may have. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the key right there, somebody that is actually trained to help you. All right, last thing, as as we said, that is not always a good thing. Let's let folks know where they can follow you on social media. TC, I know because you've got an album release coming up in the new year, and we want to make sure we can can check that out. Absolutely. Uh, My Twitter is TC Carson. My YouTube page where you can see videos is TC Carson. 
and my Instagram is official TC Carson. If you put in TC Carson, my face will pop up somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and Alicia Kowser, how about you? Um, Instagram, Twitter, Alicia, A-L-E-S-H-I-A-S-C. And on Facebook, Alicia Kowser, A-L-E-S-H-I-A, and then Kowser, C-O-W-S-E-R. We're looking forward to the film. Thank you so much both for being here. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Perspectives is a half hour we produce with you in mind. If there's something you think we ought to be talking about, let me hear from you. Tweet me, MyAndalusCondo29 on Twitter, or leave a message on our Facebook page. We do appreciate your listening and hope you'll be back next week at this same time as we examine another perspective. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.